Hello, hello, hello. I'm John Battalise, and I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing with my life. This week on Spiraling, we have a very special two-part episode, because the Spiraling police can never rest. First, we will be checking in with one of my best friends, Betsy Stewart, who I met doing the Cruel Intentions national tour. Uh, If you're familiar with the movie, she played the Reese Witherspoon role of Annette Hargrove. And Betsy set off the spiral alarm because... Very late the other night, she started posting these videos pleading for help because she had been hacked on her Instagram story, but the videos got uploaded out of order, so it made zero sense. So I had to roll out of bed, dust off the badge, get out the pepper spray, and investigate. Um, And once we figure that out, uh, we'll be talking with my friend Jordan Dow, who is a comedian and actor. You may know him from his viral YouTube videos and his YouTube series, or from the fact that he is a two-time Teen Choice Award nominee, which makes the inner high school girl in me faint. We met filming the pilot for a web series this year, and the show is called Bad Influence. It's super funny. We play Instagram influencers, and I immediately was obsessed with him and obsessed with uh, (laughs) our characters. And it was really great to get to catch up with him and hear about his newest show that will debut on Instagram TV and everything that comes with creating your own content, especially right now. But we talk about his not one, but two eyes that have recently become infected and swollen beyond belief with no real cause. We discuss addressing his own anxieties and the pressures that come from forging your own path and losing the Teen Choice Award to Ellen DeGeneres. He's so sweet and so funny, and I'm very glad he had time to sit down with us. So without further ado, let's cue the theme song. If one person looks at me the wrong way, I swear I'm gonna snap. Gonna pack up my things and move upstate. Make artisanal candles in my bath, cause I'm spiraling. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, I'm spiraling. And I'm asking my friends how they get through. Is it booze? Is it pills? If it's yoga, I'm just bored. Oh, won't somebody send me a sign? Cause I'm spiraling. And I'm scared that I'm running out of time. Hey, hey, is this thing on? (laughs) Did I just scream? Um, I didn't know you were Zoom calling me for this. I know. Were you <laughs> were you gonna put on a full face of makeup? Uh well I did. I you would have put on a little mascara, maybe a quick brow, a little base, a little rouge. <laughs> I put on a full face. You got the cosmetic CC cream shade light. It's the only I swear by it. I went that I went that smeared onto my grave, onto the tombstone of my body. I, I went the CC cream on there still. <laughs> and can I tweet that later? Yeah, I don't care. I'll tag you in it. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> okay, so you, you're getting the big <laughs> from the spiral police, <laughs> from the absolute nonsense I saw going on on your Instagram story last night, where you were Instagram storying like a 95 year old woman. <laughs> <laughs> also, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Clear as a bell or crack-a-lack-a-ding-dong? No, clear as a bell. Ba- I mean, it's honestly better than being in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, all I saw was a, 
a a spliced story. I guess your stories got uploaded out of order. I thought you were hacked, but it turns out you were. I was. So please explain yourself okay. in this court of law. Johnny boy. So about three months ago, I tried to log on to my Facebook for the first time in, you know, maybe a week or so. Because I don't use Facebook. Who uses Facebook? My mom. My mom. <laughs> and my aunts. And my aunts. Yeah. To, my mom is like, is like in this group that's like local eats around town where people just post their food. Like that's what Facebook's for now. Anyways, you heard it here first. Facebook sucks. Um, <laughs> and But anyways, I tried to log in for the first time in a couple of weeks. And it's like, your password was changed 16 hours ago. And I was like, oh, well, wasn't me. And then I go to reset the password. And I noticed that the email that they're going to send my password reset to is a fully different email than any of the emails I've ever had in my life. I feel like I'm screaming into a void when I tell people that my email was changed, which is the crux of the problem. Because, but, can't, because you can't unhack your account without logging into your account. But so the issue here is that the hacker has been there for how many months? Three. But now he's getting, he or she, they One trimester. Are, are getting ballsy because yes. they've started to repost your things, but with other captions. With captions. Yeah. Like, what was like, the latest? <laughs> New Year's same feel or something. It was a picture we took a year ago today in North Carolina. Well, I haven't actually seen the photo choice. It says something along the lines of, according to my mom, who told me about this. New Year, same feel or something. Because <laughs> my mom read this to me over the phone. And she was like, they're posting New Year, same feel. <laughs> my mom does not sound like that, but she has like the vibe of that. Yeah. Um, they're also posting, they're reposting people you know's things. Yeah, but people I like don't, or people I know, but like very like. Loosely. Well, like acquaintances. People that I do not have in my contacts on my phone. Right. Yeah. Okay, which so they're, they're not in the ICE. They're not in the case of which emergency. Is, which is loved ones, frankly. I mean, there are, I don't put numbers in my contacts. Well, that's why this isn't surprising to me that you wouldn't have known that you were hacked for three months. But it's the fact that you aren't getting it fixed. <laughs> because, John, sometimes you just got to live and let live, you know. But it really was when the person started posting. But even creepier to me is that they were, like, liking posts oh, that other no. people. No, no, like, no. They liked a picture of my nephew, which I would have done anyways, but I was on my mom's account and I was like, like, oh, let's take your picture. And then it said like Betsy Stewart. And I'm like, fuck, it's like, you. can I say? Yeah, I don't care. You blurred it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> your mom listens to this podcast. She does. She does. She subscribed. All the grinder stories are not too much for her. It'll They're not. Yeah. Okay, good. What are the steps of getting this fixed? Because I'm oh, not letting okay. you get off the stand until you make money moves to fix this account. You know, we made a lot of money moves last night. Uh, really ate up my last night. I was going to go for a drive and my mom called me. Anywhere specifically or just around? No, just a drive. <laughs> I'm just going gonna, just gonna to rip around Burbank in my Honda Fit. <laughs> my egg on wheels. <laughs> um, anyways, so I, I come back home. And basically, the, okay, when... When three months ago, this first was happening and I was trying to deal with it. I was like, well, I need to reset my email because I don't have access to the email on file. Facebook was like, okay, in order to do that, we need to verify your identity. Please send us your birth certificate. And I was like, Mark Zuckerberg, you little 
Sneaky Pete. I am not submitting my birth certificate to your website, which started as a way for you to compare girls who made you feel bad about yourself because you're a loser. Maybe cut this out. I don't want to. I don't know. The Illuminati is going to come after me after you are spewing shit on them. I want it to be known that is Betsy Stewart. And you know what? She's not scared of the Illuminati. She's bored. Let's let's let it rip because. I think you're just looking for a fight. I, I am. I feel myself looking for a fight right now a lot. Like I, I was falling asleep last night thinking about things I could be mad about. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So <laughs> this is a really necessary wellness check. Thank you very much. Yeah, I know. I'm glad that this is unearthing <laughs> a lot of issues. You're very hard to get a hold of. So I'm glad we could pin this time down. That's what, you know. Don't act upset about being hard to get a hold of. No, I'm not. I've accepted it. And in fact, I'm starting to like it about myself. It's like, I know that Betsy is going to be about six weeks behind the trend. But when I'm there, I'm there. She's there with a fiery passion. I'm but fiery. I'm like, I've got jokes. The only, it made so much sense that you've been locked out for months. I think I've sent you things on Facebook. I actually have to go check. I think I've sent you messages. Well, I'm sort of like, is this person messaging people? You know? well, I don't I don't want them to know about me. I don't want them do to know that I'm on to them because I don't want them to hack me. I want you to comment on my page and say like, hello, where are the free Oakley sunglasses? Because that's the thing. That's my thing about a hacker. It's like, give us a deal. Give me a deal. Give my oh, followers. Oh, the promo some- codes of the free Ray-Bans that they always Either do? Give them a nice deal on some Ray-Bans or some Oakleys. Well, I wish or they were least- asking for money. I wish they were posting. Yeah, like-, like my history teacher and I think sophomore year of high school got hacked, which I'm not entirely sure it wasn't one of my classmates and it was like i've been kidnapped by by a gang of people in norway and send me six hundred dollars in bitcoin in norway i don't know i was reading about some hacker who was sending like porn via messenger to people and some girl was like yeah I, my account was hacked and they like sent porn to my like fourth grade teacher <laughs> Which at least is like exciting. I don't know. <laughs> Yours just is like, just. I actually like your hacker. I want to sit down and have a, a drink with your hacker because they're just like going about your day as you. They're like Betsy's not going to check this, so I have to like the picture of her nephew, and I have to post this picture so people remember she's relevant. Yeah, I was going to say, is my hacker like my assistant that I hired in my sleep? Like, <laughs> John, this I miss you. Yeah, whatever. So nice to talk to you. I know that I am hard to get a hold of, even to Facebook. Facebook is like, help us reset your account. And I'm like, give me a couple months and I'll get back to you. I feel better knowing that your hacker is out there doing good. Yeah. Maybe she's setting up charities. I like I like the fact that it's a girl too, you know? Oh yeah, it has to be a girl. Yeah. It kind of feels like the circle. Have you watched it? it? Oh. They basically pretend to be people. I would do well on that, I think. No, except you wouldn't respond to anyone. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bitch. Okay, so Betsy made this persona named Deb, who, while we were on tour, Deb, Deb lived in the business center of every hotel that we were at. And anytime Betsy didn't want to do anything, she'd be like, got a lot of work to do in the business center. And no one else thought it was funny except us. And I'm sure no one will think this is funny. But I know you're well, but I want your sign out to be from Deb. All right, Johnny boy. I need to make sure you've got plenty of supplies stocked up in your closet. I mean, an array of beans, tuna, other canned fishes. Other canned fishes? Fishes stocked 
<laughs> Don't okay. you worry. Can I just point out that the, the plural of fish is fish? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Deb hopes everyone is staying well, staying sane. She's got a lot of work to do. She's finding a goddamn vaccine because no one else can. So Deb's in the business center. <laughs> finding a vaccine, saving us all. So everybody stay inside. <laughs> stay inside and trust Deb. Stay inside, trust Deb. I'm going to paint it on my doorway. <laughs> like, like Friday Night Lights. I'm going to touch it every time I leave my room, which is only a couple times a week. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I love you. I love you. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, your hands look chapped. Oh. <laughs> wee, wee, with the criticism police coming in with some feedback. Don't you love unsolicited feedback? I absolutely adore. There you are. Okay. Woo. I was like, ma'am. I can't figure this shit out. <laughs> How's it going, pal? Oh my god, it's going good. One, I'm so excited for you to be here because I don't get to see your face other than your Instagram stories. Two, we met this year. Can you believe that? Yeah, what month is it? Is it May? May. It's May. Five months ago. Four months ago. It feels like four years ago. It does. We met like the first week of January 2020. Well, we met on FaceTime. Oh, FaceTime in 2019. But yeah, still. So we're old, old pals. We're old pals. (laughs) Uh, and we did this web series pilot, but upon our first 24 hours of meeting, we did a photo shoot because we were playing Instagram influencers. And upon just meeting, we both stripped in the streets of New York in the West Village because we had to change outfits for this photo shoot. And then we had to it make it warm. No, it wasn't warm. It was January. We pretended like it was warm. And then we had to make out in a park <laughs> on the ground where there was definitely poop on the ground. Poop, pee. Uh, garbage. So now you're stuck with me forever. Yeah, you basically. (laughs) Wait, how was your thing? How was episode one last night? You know what? (laughs) The thing is, this is what happened. So I'm working on this show for Instagram TV and I told myself I was going to do it and that this was the week I was going to do it and if I don't do it this week, I won't be doing it at all. So I... Got made a concept, was so excited about it. And then literally like two nights ago, I got so stressed about it. And so like, I used to make a bunch of, back in the day, I used to make a bunch of YouTube videos and I used to, that used to be my thing. Yeah. And it's like weirdly still my thing, but I don't make the content. Like I'm still like that. You're known as the YouTube boy. Yeah. And I hate that, but also love it. I actually, no, I hated it for a minute because I didn't like YouTube at, anymore at the, at the time. I wanted to be you know, just an actor. But then as like, as time went on, I was like, wait, no, I was good at it. Why not yeah. keep doing it? And why not find ways to make it fun again for me? They're not mutually exclusive. Exactly. No, there's no rules anymore. I'm over <laughs> here making a goddamn podcast. I'm proud of you. This shit is fun. I literally marvel at you making all of your own stuff because I'm like, it's did he do this? One, how do you self-motivate yourself? Two, once you start it, that's when the real work starts. I was like, fuck, now I've got to churn these out every week. So, I mean, you you kind of know. I've had like a really rough-ish yeah. year health-wise and, and mental-wise. And 
I was too stressed to get back into making content because I know how overwhelming it can be. And again, it was so hard to find self-motivation and even the energy, like I have no energy. So no. And right now also it's like, how are you going to make, how are you going to create any sort of energy when you are like a caged animal? animal, Yeah. (laughs) But the show is like a mindfulness show. And I quite literally filmed episode one last night, halfway through was like, no, this is not how I'm going to do it. This, this show is supposed to promote mindfulness. It's supposed to make me feel better too. So the episode, I was like, no, I'm doing this. I'm doing this differently. I'm not going to script it. I'm not going to. Good. And you have good. to take the first damn swing. Um, I need you to tell me what's happening with the eye. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I have to know. How weird is this? Okay, so I don't know if it's related, and maybe I shouldn't even bring it up. But like, I was like seeing somebody for a minute, a very <gasps> quick minute. Maybe don't include that. Okay. Well, great. you can. Who cares? I was seeing somebody for a second, but I weirdly feel like as when quarantine started, and I don't know if this was like me, you know, entering a new person into my life. I got a cold and then the cold turned into strep throat. As soon as the strep cleared, I started getting this pain in my eye. Two days later, I have this huge ass boil (laughs) on my left eye and I've never, and I wear contacts. I've worn contacts every single day since I was eight. I don't know, very young. (laughs) I'm imagining you looking like hitch you know what i'm talking yes, about exactly and then it moved to the other side of the eye and then it got 10 times bigger wait but it, but it wasn't pink eye no it wasn't pink eye it was a literal large sty and then on top of that i also this is this is disgustingly tmi i got in the middle of all that i was getting rashes too so my body do you think it was my body was to something i'm gonna get to the bottom of this I don't know if you know this about me, but I am the biggest hypochondriac in the world. And I will be WebMDing this for the next 40 years until I find a cause. John, <laughs> I am also the world's biggest It's. I will convince myself that I'm dying tonight. Oh, yeah. No, I truly have sent friends texts being like, if you don't hear from me by 10 a.m., call the police. Legit? Yeah, because I've been like, oh, I think I'm having asthma attack. I think I'm not going to make but it. Same. Sometimes when you're alone, too, it just goes cuckoo loco. Yeah. Um, I'll figure this out though. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll have you a diagnosis by nightfall this evening. <laughs> send, me the, send me the reference links. All right. Are you ready for this? Okay, yeah. What are we doing? I'm going to ask you your life story in a minute or less, and I will be timing. Oh, God. So hit me with everything, Jordan. Okay. From birth until now in a minute. Okay, when do I start? Oh, my God, I'm nervous. On, on your mark, get set. I was born in Virginia. I moved to Michigan at like age one. My parents got divorced. And then my parents, my mom met my stepdad, my my stepdad Mike. Uh, We had a great life. And then high school came. One homecoming king. It was great. It was like a great high school experience. I was secretly dating a boy. And then I went to college. I dated a girl. Went to college for a year. Was studying film. And then I was like, F college. I'm moving to LA. I moved to LA. I worked at Disneyland for six months. And I never went back home. I got an agent, a manager. I built a YouTube following, a Vine following, and have been doing that ever since. It got, I, I oh my God, fuck. Uh, You're 41 seconds. Fuck shit. Um, uh, long story short, got nominated for two Teen Horse Awards and been in a few movies and uh, working at it more and gonna continue doing more of that shit. 54 seconds. You got it under a minute. That was difficult. I loved it. I know. But that was a good introduction. I am 
very impressed by the Teen Choice Awards. The category of people that you are nominated with, I will never let you live that down. That's amazing. You're with Ellen DeGeneres. You're with who else? James Corden? Uh, uh, Kevin Hart. <gasps> uh, Ellen, Ellen, Kevin Hart, James Corden, um, uh, Aziz Ansari, crazy. That was the first year? Second year, it was weirdly all digital stars. Okay, but you were the only one the first year. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, hello? It doesn't matter if you have a sty. If both of my eyes were infected, I would still look at myself every morning in the mirror and be like, I I am in the same group as Ellen DeGeneres. Can I tell you something now? (laughs) That's what you do? (laughs) I pride myself on losing to an Ellen. Like, I think that is the most iconic statement ever made. Oh, yeah. There's no one better to lose to. I there's a big part of me and I I don't know those shows are very political there's a big part of me that does not still believe it happened and I don't because I don't know I don't know how or why it happened because yeah I was doing comedy but it was nothing groundbreaking it was like I was doing my sketches on YouTube and I was also touring a show so like it I was in the comedy space yes but like it was not a groundbreaking thing so I don't I don't Someone must have done something or I don't, I don't know. Someone must like a sucked a dick or I have no idea. (laughs) No, it's because you had good content and the teens went wild. But here's the thing. I have such bad imposter syndrome. So when I got nominated that first time, that is quite literally when my comedy career started going down. Oh, because you had pressure and everything. Oh my, well, think about it. I'm touring a show. I'm doing sketch. I'm doing sketches. I'm doing sketch comedy. I'm performing like stand-up sets. Like, and you're what? Twenty-one. Um, twenty. I was twenty when I was nominated because I was. I turned twenty-one the day of the Teen Choice Awards. It was my birthday. I was like, you couldn't even have a drink at the damn awards. No, I well that day I could. <laughs> but I had such bad imposter syndrome that it like quite literally sent me into like a little bit of a depression. Well, I think that's what. I mean, obviously, when I did my deep dive stock of you, when I found out we were going to play Lovers. And that, and that we'd play very well. <laughs> I know we do. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things I found was how open you are about mental health, especially on social media, just health issues. And I stalked and came across that video that you made. I, this is probably after the Teen Choice Awards. But um, what was it called? Was it the coming out video? No, it was the uh, Beyond the Stigma <gasps> Portraits of Mental Health. Yeah. Oh my God, no one's watched it. I love that video. I stalked it, but like, was that after the Teen Choice Awards? Beyond the Stigma, that was last year. Oh, okay. So it's more recent. That's my favorite thing about people on social media is when they're like, this is cuckoo what we do and like the well, things we put up. Well, here's what's... Ugh, I think social media is wonderful and it has done amazing things for people it has it's got, given people careers it's given people voices it's actually unreal of what it's done it is also so toxic and so fake and so and quite literally a big reason of why i like started to go through it so bad is because i was like i'm not living authentically i'm not being myself here i am i'm almost acting in a way and i was like it's so funny because, you know, we're actors and stuff, but it's, I'm, I'm so much more fulfilled when I get to do stuff that's like my story. Just me being me, like, and that's what YouTube gave me. And it's unfortunate that I had a period where I hated it and I didn't like that and I distanced myself. But I, I, I make it my absolute day-to-day goal to be as transparent as possible on social media because, oh my God, 
I know someone out there needs it, even if it's just one person. No, yeah. You know? I know. I, I need yeah. it for myself. That's the whole reason I started this was because I was losing it and I was looking at all these people. And I think because of the age group we're in, we kind of are the first people that grew up with it and saw the downside of it. Yeah. And I think it's important for people like you who have such big platforms and who are kind of known for growing up in it and making it what it is to show the other side of it and be like, it's great. And it gave me a a leg to stand on, but it also has this and this that it causes in my daily life. Well, I feel really bad for the young, like, like the younger generation, like all all the ones that are on TikTok and younger, because they're growing up. I don't understand the TikToks, Jordan. (laughs) I don't understand the TikToks. I don't either most of the time. You're very good at them. (laughs) (laughs) But they, they, we, you and I, we grew up from the start of social media. So like when I was in middle school, when I was in middle school is actually when I started YouTube. When YouTube started in 2005, 2006, I got on 2006, yeah. 2007. Wow. And so I was making, I was making Matt TV parodies. I was making uh, music videos. Like I loved that shit. That's all I did every day when I came home. But the internet was so small back then. Yeah. And then every year the internet changed. Every year the internet got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it was like, we had the whole world at our fingertips. And I literally saw even the lives of YouTubers change and the way that they, their mental health change. And, but it's interesting because like the younger generation, you know, the TikTokers, mm-hmm. they grew up with social media being at its prime. Yeah. And they don't know they don't know what life is like without it, whereas we do. Yeah. But we also don't because it became our lives. You know? Yeah. It's so addictive. It's crazy. And especially now being in quarantine, it's like, okay, I need to limit my intake. Um, are you ready for the spiral speed round? Oh my god. Okay. Um, okay, so this is where I hit you with questions at lightning speed. Like you just are you're probably slamming coffee right now. So like you just slammed a coffee, okay. you took your pre-workout. I've never taken pre-workout. Me either, actually. It gives me full nightmares. I'm like, if I have one more coffee than I should, I will have a panic attack. My heart's going to explode. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. So this is a classic I'll come back to time and time again. But to kick us off, Britney Spears or Lindsay Lohan? Uh, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Tells me all I need to know. Thank you. Vodka or tequila? Tequila. Red or white wine? Red. Okay. Ooh, ew. Are you Instagram? <laughs> Instagram or TikTok? TikTok, but no, uh, 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 it's set in stone. You cannot change your answer. <laughs> New York or LA? Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> New York. Okay, 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 okay. The truth comes out. Favorite rom com? Um, the proposal. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. One thing you wish you'd gotten the store for quarantine, but you forgot. Um, I was going to say more edibles. Um, that's sure, sure that. <laughs> Great. Um, chain of shame. This is the chain uh, you go to in the dark of the night. Oh, oh, chain of shame. Um, in, in and out. Order it in and out. Um, a double double, no cheese with fr- double fries. Very good. First place uh, you're going to go post quarantine. The bar. <laughs> Any and all. And the moment in quarantine you're least proud of thus far. Um, a, a failed relationship. <laughs> <laughs> There was no way it was it could last in quarantine. Look, that's it. Look, the people quarantining in relationships. I take my prayer beads. I take my rosary beads, and I just I say a hail mary. <laughs> they don't kill each other. Well, here's the thing. Like, I wish everybody well. If it just if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And if it's it's 
sometimes it's timing. If it wasn't the right timing, whatever. But like, don't force any kind of relationship or friendship in quarantine. Also, oh my God, my biggest pet peeve right now is all those posts going around saying, oh, honey, now is the time for you to really tell if who's on your side. If they're not reaching out, then. No. And I'm like, how dare you test people's faith? Uh, uh, Faithfulness is friends. Yeah. Also, people are going through a lot. This is a whole new stress we've never dealt with before. Like, excuse me, sorry for my I distance. Know. No, I was, I, <laughs> my parents have seen a lot of these, my like middle school tantrums where I will get FaceTime calls and it will be from like one of my best friends. And I'll be like, can everyone just leave me alone? And they're, they're just calling to talk. But I think it all is weighing on us differently. Okay. So this is a question I like to refer to as, where is your Denny's? Now, everyone has a Denny's, maybe multiple, but mine is the place that I had like my lowest moment. It happened last year while I was on tour, fully heaving with like a grand slam next to me and the children's menu. And my best friend, Betsy, who I just called before this, we were sitting there both hysterically crying where did you have your most embarrassing public oh moment that you're like i just need to give this all up hmm. it's a loaded question well oh here's my rock bottom okay rock bottom yeah. was uh it was it was fall of 2018 i was doing hairspray we love i was we playing, love. i was playing link you can't stop the beat baby but you can um <laughs> Uh, I was doing hairspray at a local theater two hours away from where I live in LA. I, it was kind of my way to get out of the city. I'm not even in that field. So I'm like, I just wanted to do a show. They wanted me mm -hmm. as Link. I was like, hell yeah. I did that show purposefully to kind of be like, I'm not limited to this or that. Also, I need to get back to my roots. I need to find me again. What sparks joy. Yeah, because yeah. I had thought I hit rock bottom during the realization of like, oh, I'm going to do the show. But when I was doing the show, when we opened. Motormouth Mabel slapped you in the face. Literally. <laughs> we had our first week of shows, went great. And then my first day off in like three months, I decided to go out. Oh no. Oh, tale as old as Have time. a good night. This night ended up being one of the worst nights ever. And it kind of, it kind of highlighted some problematic behaviors of mine that I've known were a problem. And then quite literally come Thursday for the next show, I'm driving to my show. I had my first three-hour panic attack. Oh. The whole drive. And mind you, I was stuck in traffic on the middle of a highway having a panic attack for two and a half hours. <gasps> I almost didn't even make it to the theater on time because I had to stop and pull over at a McDonald's to throw up. No. I threw up in the bathroom. I'm laying on the floor of this gross-ass bathroom. Not the golden arches. The golden arches. Yes. <laughs> And I had 45 minutes until my show started, and I'm still 30 minutes out. I oh. got in my car, drove, did the show. I don't remember that show at all. I don't. Oh. And ever since then, I've had just really bad. It's, all, it's, it's so weird. One, one big panic attack, it's like it just sh shocks your body. Yeah. It's like a pre and post sort of thing. Yeah. About when you have that first anxiety attack, and then it you're hyper aware, but you feel like you're going to die. What, what's weird is it, I, it was like my skin was crawling. And then, yeah, I, I went three more weeks of the show on edge, very on edge, mm -hmm. hard to sleep. And then when the show ended is when I was like bedridden with anxiety. And this was, oh. I would actually say my Denny's was just this whole past year. Cause, okay. cause this whole past year was, I was 
battling that. I'm doing much better now, but again, like, you know, we've talked the physical body and the mental and the emotional side, they're all connected. So like literally having, having really bad anxiety affects your health. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, circling back to you creating all this stuff in your YouTube empire, what's the most valuable thing you've learned from creating all of your own content? The most valuable thing I've learned from creating my own content is, and it's something I don't do often. It's something I slowly learned more and more of each time. And I think I'm now finally going to apply it this go around. You got to have fun with it. Don't make anything for anybody else except you. Like, don't do this podcast if it's not for you. That's why I started to hate it because I was not making content for myself anymore. It was, I guess the biggest thing I learned is like, make shit for you. Yeah. And if it's, if you're not having fun and, and if it's not therapeutic for you, then what the freak are you doing? I love that. Okay. So one of the things that I love about your story to California is that you went to work at Disney and you stayed forever. That takes like one, that takes a lot of guts. I think yeah, that's I something that you probably underestimate, but what would your advice be for your younger self? Oh, I just got chills. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I want to say. Um, I would tell my younger self to live more freely. I was a very, um, very, very shy, not confident, uh, struggling with sexuality. I was struggling with close friendships and younger me was very much an outcast. Like maybe I wasn't on the outside, but I felt like one on the inside. Yeah. No. And you, cause you couldn't be your authentic self. Right. Right. My younger self, you're a boss ass bitch. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with you. Thank you for doing this. I can't wait until I can see you in person again. I know. I'm, thanks for having me on. Duh. Okay, bye. <laughs>